Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. And now, let's join our hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam. Delighted, thrilled, and overjoyed to tell you I'm joined once again, and it does feel like an achievement two weeks in a row by my friend Matt. Hey, dear mate, I, I kind of those that those description of how it feels like to be joined by by me is how mm. it feels to be sports Spurs at the moment. Even though we're we're not playing too great, we're getting some cracking results at the moment. Well, well, let's put it this way: we've won two games in a row. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. You should give us a trophy. <laughs> exactly. Feels like it. At the I moment, mean, come on. It? You get trophies for less. Let's, let's deal with it. Charity Shield. You just win one game, you get a charity shield. We've yeah. won two games in a row, everybody. Yeah. That's trophy level. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, I, <laughs> obviously, we're going to talk about the two games a little bit. Um, let, let's start with the most recent then. So last night, as we record this. Thursday, the 6th of February. Uh, I will say as well, um, you are a little horse. Um, I'm trying to think of a fun little horse name now. Oh, no, I was you're thinking that. Horse. I've never been you're a little horse. Little horse before. <laughs> your, your nickname is Pony. Yeah. Uh, your voice is somewhat hoarse because you were at the game last night screaming at everybody. I was. Um, and you are completely responsible for our resurgence because it was your shouting at them that did it. <laughs> Um, and I, uh, sound like a specialist, uh, phone line worker, uh, mostly because I've been suffering with man flu. I, I am trying to clear my voice up a little bit with a very high powered lozenge. Um, but yeah, so if you hear that, I apologize. Oh mate, I didn't realize you had, like, I had it last week and you got, it's honestly yeah. like, it's, it's terrible that we've got to go through this as men. It is, you know? it is. I mean, I, I was just talking to my friend, uh, Chin Wu, at the weekend, and he sneezed on me, and since then I've been really ill. Um, it's just yeah, man flu, right? Weird, yeah. Oh, oh, right, yeah, sorry. No. Uh, everyone listening just increased their antivirus protection on their phones. Yeah. Oh, my God. They sort of held it a bit further away from them yeah. as they were listening. I was, I was having this bottle of Corona with my mate Chin, and, uh, yeah, that's the, and end. Podcast over. <laughs> yeah, you are quarantined, sir. Uh, yeah, shouldn't joke about that, but, of course, I do. Um, but, yeah, so apologies uh, if we both sound a little bit out of it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we will talk about last night's game first, then. So, last night, we were in the FA Cup four-friend replay. Uh, well, we should have been having our little break, but we didn't. We played against Southampton at home. Um, we won the game 3-2. Um, how, I'm still not entirely sure. But in doing so, uh, let me just start by saying I thought Southampton were really good. Um, by far the best side. Uh, by, by far, and I think uh, I think even the most one-eyed, you know, lily-white tinted glasses Spurs fan would have to go, yeah, yeah, they, they, they were the better side last night. Yeah. Um, but of course... How many times have we been the better side, especially in FA Cup? Um, I've watched us batter teams and lose and be like, how? Mm. How did that happen? Um, but yeah, I thought Southampton looked really good. Um, I was I was actually quite impressed with them tactically, the way they moved the ball, the way they pressed. Do you know, it felt like watching Southampton under Pochettino. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember what they were like under him? They were like... Uh, 
pack of wolves chasing the ball down. And I felt they were like that last night. And yeah, I I don't know about you. And I know you were at the game and we got some audio of you at the game with your family, which is wonderful. Yeah. Um, but I, I did not think we were going to win that at any point. It, it was such an odd game. It really was. I mean, mm. it almost felt like the, the goal we scored, it felt a little against the run of play, but we, it, it I did, thought I'd yeah. take that. And Very then, much so. Yeah, and then the in, inevitable equaliser. Mm. And when they scored, I just thought, great, fantastic, yeah, here yeah. we go. I, I didn't, I genuinely didn't see us coming back. I didn't see us coming back. No. And, it, and it was a really weird one, because I know you've, you've just mentioned that I went with my family and I did do a few little yeah. recordings. So, I mean, my mum, my, my, Son Seb's seven, daughter Layla's five, so they obviously had to go to school the next day. <laughs> I had to, I had to be up at four a.m. for work uh, this morning as well. So <laughs> part of me was thinking, I'll take a draw. We can yeah. kind of disappear, get yeah. the train, and then go home, and then listen oh, on, listen on the phone yeah. for what happened in extra time and penalties. You know, yeah, from no, a, I, I hear you. Yeah. From a kind of personal point of view of trying to plan, you know, yeah, <laughs> not have tired children, yeah. but. Obviously, what happened was just amazing, and we even said at the end when we was on the on the uh, train because we stayed. It's one of those games where I mean, obviously, I go quite regularly. Yeah, you couldn't. I mean, I know obviously people did go home early, like you know, once Sunny scored the winner. But for me, I never feel like with those kind of games, I can go home early. It's like that game entitles that that game. um, What's the word? Not entitled. That that game. Uh, kind the of, players deserve. Yeah, you the, need to the be there to the recognition end. of Absolutely. the end. Yeah. yeah, I had to be there to the end, and it, it did mean that we got home sort of after midnight. But it was, <laughs> it was just. That, I think part of it was, maybe not even the fact that I was thinking we should stay at the end because of because of mm. the game. But it's, did did we are we are we are we winning three two? Is that like, what was yeah? <laughs> yeah. I, I know what you mean. There's some games you feel like at the end of it you kind of need to decompress. Yeah, Almost like you just need to sit in your seat for a while. Like yeah. everyone's leaving, you're just like, no, no, give me five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I just need to fully comprehend what I just saw. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I know we're going to go on to the Man City game, but that's exactly what it was like for that game. So well, it was, well it the was... man, the Man City game. Yeah, we are going to talk about later on. So let's let's yeah. not jump on that <laughs> yet. So. Um, so, uh, much like when you and Dan, in, you know this is becoming an FA Cup tradition now. I know. Um, to the point that if you don't do it and we lose, everyone's going to be looking at you, yeah. just so you're aware. <laughs> uh, but basically, you and Dan did a pre-match, half-time, post-match bit of audio for us. Yeah. Um, and we have here pre-match. So this is you, uh, your wonderful, and may I say from the picture last night as well, beautiful looking wife, Vicky. Thank you. Uh, and and your children Seb and Layla, yeah, yeah, that's right. And how old did you say some Layla were? Seb's seven and Layla's five. Wow. Okay. So so this is clip number one. So I'm here at the new stadium uh, with my wife Vicky. Say hello. Hello. My daughter Layla. Say hello. Hi. And Sebby. Hello. 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 We're at the FA Cup game. Are you excited? Yeah. What do you think? What, how do you think we're going to get on today, Seb? 3-1. 3-1, you reckon? Who's going to score? Sunny, uh, sunny, sunny. I hope so. Hopefully it'll be a good game, eh? Are you excited, Layla? Yeah, I'm excited. What, what songs are you going to sing? Um, I don't know what they sing. What about Come On You Spurs? Come On You Spurs. And uh, just a prediction from Vicky? Come on, you Spurs. 
So you sound pretty positive there. Everyone's kind of predicting the win. Um, uh, Vicky sounds a little bit like, "Why are you pushing this in my face? What are we doing here?" Uh, I just, <laughs> it was a bit. Yeah. I, I did wind her up a little bit after this because when she said prediction, it's like as if I've asked yeah. her like some really random question. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I did. It did sound a bit like she was kind of busy, perhaps sorting the kids out, and you just shoved yeah. this phone in her face. Like, predict the score. What? <laughs> what? what are you talking about? You madman. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know him. (laughs) You've got a steward coming over to check that she's okay and she's aware of who you are talking to her. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I mean, the the mood was good by the sound of it. You were going into that game with an air of positivity. Yeah, I mean, it was was a strange one because I know there was um, a lot of people complaining about the fact that the prices were more expensive than they... they... I, I was one of them, to be fair. But to be honest with you, me, it's mostly around the travel and everything. And then when you add the ticket price on top, I was a bit like, oh, you know what? That's just killed it for me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it it probably, considering the, the last round wasn't as expensive, it probably was, it could have been cheaper. And yeah. so I had a kind of gut feeling that it wouldn't be that well attended. But it yeah, was. It was, it was fantastically 50, offended. Yeah. Fifty odd thousand, fifty five thousand, I think, or or more than that. It, it was. Yeah, it felt it, packed it, in there. Yeah, good. Well, I, I I am pleased because the FA Cup still gets so much crap. But for me, it's the most important competition there is. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, and I realise it's not anymore. <laughs> but just me, sentimental reasons, it means a lot. Oh no! And, and do you know the obviously the, the uh, away fans get a bigger allocation for yeah, cup games. Yeah, yeah, and they they came on numbers. Didn't yeah, they? they did. It, and I mean, it's it's interesting as well for me personally because where I sit and I deliberately chose this seat as well. I mm. sit um, so during league gate. So I'm on the in the north stand to the yeah. left. So uh, you imagine. We, yeah, the you're away... right by the away fans. Yeah, yeah so I'm behind them. Yeah. So my, yeah. my... You, you chose that because you love to fight. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not me at all. No. I, <laughs> I actually did choose it because I knew that when it was a cup game, my seat yeah. would become an away seat. So ah. they they give you they actually give you the option then of choosing any other seat in the stadium. Yeah. As it turned out, um, I, I bought the tickets in general sale because I needed to buy one, obviously, for Vicky and the two children yeah. as well. But it, I just like the fact that I could sit in different parts of the stadium. So we, we sat, uh, by the time Smooth. we I persuaded Vicky to come to the game with us, the only seats that were available uh, in a row of four were, uh, funny enough, it was just after the Man City game. I come out of the game absolutely mm. buzzing, saying, you have to come with me to watch us play uh, Southampton. Yeah. Let's bring the kids. Uh, so, yeah, I've, I've managed to find three tickets in the third tier uh, in the north to the sort of the right-hand side. And yeah. I always worry when I, when I buy tickets that high up but for fans that go quite regularly it's it's i I actually forget how good it is because although it's all it's harder to kind of see the you don't get that same feeling the players close up what you do get is a better better kind of vantage point yeah yeah, it's it's, it's like watching it on television more or less you know you're getting more of a view of it because because I'm on the second tier when I watch league games, it's one of those ones where when the ball's coming out, you know, towards the north, it's fantastic. When it's got, when the ball's being played towards the south in that yeah. in that goal area, you're you're kind of you tend to look up at the screens because it's well, yeah, hard to yeah, get that yeah, perspective yeah. But up it's there. It's binoculars, uh, but I mean that's every yeah. stadium, isn't it? No, of course. But we um, had we had a great view up there. We had a great view. I think I think it was one of the things I said to you because I was really lucky enough to be given a bit of a tour before the stadium opened, and one of the things that struck me was that I didn't feel 
miles from the pitch, like sometimes you do. And when I was like up high, I like walked in through one of the entrances, and it was like a group of about five or six of us. And the first thing all of us said was like, "I feel like I'm right on it." Yeah, you <laughs> you know, yeah. I feel like I'm right it's really there. Really well designed. Yeah, and it, and it's so um it's so strange that it, that's the that was my first real sort of takeaway. And you try and say it to people, and I don't think you can quite do it justice. I think it's one of those things that you have to go there and when you see it you're like oh, oh wow yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah exactly what you mean and and, and for and it's it's a 60,000 seat stadium so yeah i, know. I, I mean oh, when we went when, when we were playing at Wembley i remember going to see us lose unfortunately to Juventus in the Champions League with my brother-in-law yeah. and we was on the third tier there and oh, it is just, it is yeah. nosebleed up there you you can you can you, obviously that's, you, that's like barcelona away <laughs> yeah that's how it felt yeah exactly but that's, but i i imagine i mean we was like row 8 and there was probably about another 20 rows behind us but i imagine even if you were sitting in that row z it yeah, still you still felt like you had a really good view so yeah, yeah it's I it's agree. really well designed the stadium yeah i love it man yeah. um okay so let's do clip number 2 uh clip number two's half time um and obviously the scores were level at this point, so let's see let's see what the mood let's see check the check the family mood. So it's half time at the moment. One one, one one one. Who scored our goal, Sebs? Uh Undumbele. Undumbele. Do you think it's a good goal? Yeah, I think it was a really good goal. And then they got a goal back, didn't they? Yeah, it was a rubbish goal. <laughs> it was rubbish, wasn't it? You still think we're gonna win the game? Yeah, I think we could score a goal with Sunny if he keeps the ball and he goes past all oh, the defenders like uh, the last time he done, like he went like all past all the players and scored a goal. Yeah, hopefully. Are you enjoying the game, Layla? Yes. Yeah. And uh, your two-one prediction is still on. Definitely. Come on, you Spurs. Now I thought Dumbelle had scored as well. To yeah. be fair, <laughs> it, <laughs> he, was, um, it wasn't going anywhere near the goal when he shot, was he? <laughs> well, the funny thing is when you first see it, so I can completely understand why Seb thought it. Yeah. But when um when you first see it, it looks like his is going straight in, and it just takes a flick and you know. That, that's what it was yeah. it's only on the replay from behind him you realise he was blasting that wide yeah, that was just Soko level finishing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it went in um, that's yeah. all that matters but yeah I mean the mood's pretty good man that the people still seem kind of despite 45 minutes the one thing I would say is you're doing that amazing dad thing <laughs> which that? is your kids are there and you're going to make sure that they're having a good time even though I know if those kids weren't there, your wife weren't there, and you were just chatting to a mate, you'd be going, "My God, that was crap! What are we doing?" <laughs> do I can you, hear it in your voice. There, there was a pain there. Do you know what's interesting though? Well, Is like Layla from when, when the, literally from minute one or two, yeah. Layla turned to me and said, "When does this game finish?" I'm bored, like, oh, like, which oh, is oh, real struggle. Her. But yeah. so so the way we did it, so it was Vicky, Layla, me, and Seb. So we we split the kids up because they were really yeah. misbehaving in the car. So we thought if we just split them up, then they can't misbehave together. And I had Seb to the right of me, and Seb was just absolutely absorbed from the first minute. Uh, he was just that. in. He was there, like you know, he he was absolutely living every it. pass, kicking he, every ball. He yeah. really was, and like you know, he, if if there was a a decision that went against us. Oh, referee! Have you got a yellow shirt on under your referee? Wow! Yeah, really, really taking it so seriously. Yeah. And 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 it's funny because I know when I when I went to the the Norwich game, um, I think I mentioned it last week on the podcast. We won. Uh, yeah, I still kind of come away feeling yeah, a little bit deflated. Yeah, but yeah. I just 
Seb was so enthusiastic that although we were playing awful and and Southampton yeah. were far be- the better side, his mm. enthusiasm was just uh, it was it was it was taking me it was you know it's yeah. making me enthusiastic as well. Uh, see, so that's why we have kids. Yeah. You know, that's it. That, that's one. Well, it got to be one of the big reasons. The enthusiasm rubbing off is is helpful. Oh, bless him! Bless, he, he he was yeah. really enjoying it, and he he kept. Um, because obviously they they do. I mean, our our fans were were fairly quiet. I mean, did I don't know? Did you watch it on tape? Was it on? It was on BT. Sports. Yeah, I watched it on BT Sports. There were moments where they they kind of really tried to get going, but mm. I, to be honest with you, I always think it's systematic. You know, it's a you got a, it's give and take. You know, the team the team got to show some fire, and on the moments they did, the crowd I could hear the stadium. I was like, oh wow, what a noise. Mm. But then, when it's crap and it's drab, it reminded me, you know, uh, and I hate saying this, but it reminded me of a few games I went to at White Hart Lane, where every missed pass got groaned. Yeah. Every, like, you know, 50-50, we didn't win, got, ugh. You know, it was, it was, I was kind of watching it feeling, oh, please don't go that way. <laughs> yeah. it was bad enough when 28,000 of us did it, but 50-odd thousand going, oh, every yeah. time someone misses it to pass, it's going to be yeah, really Yeah, sure. It, it's, it was funny because, obviously, the Southampton's main song is kind of ours, really, hasn't it? <laughs> well, do, yeah. do, we, do we nick it off yeah. them? Or don't, I presume we nicked it off them. But, yeah, so yeah. They, they would sing it, and a couple of times you could kind of get up, you could, you could hear our fans thinking, right, yeah. we'll, we're going to drown you out, but with our version yeah. of it, but it never quite happened. No. And, and so with Seb, so like there was a little, quite a few chances of Yid Army. I mean, it, yeah. it, whether people were just tired and they didn't want to sing a, a long rendition of a song, but no. that was the one we was getting. And, and he was going, dad, I'm, he says, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can get it started because uh, this is, this is me showing my, my age and I'm, I presume you'd be the same as me, Sam, but yeah. uh, have you ever, Seen the app TikTok? Is, yeah, no, mate. I'm no, sorry. right, yeah. So it's, it's, I've heard of it, but that's right. as far as I go. So, so Seb's really into TikTok, and uh, yeah. if anyone that does listen to it, they might be going. There's a lot of swearing in it, and I know there's a lot of swearing in some of them. So yeah. I do encourage Seb to flick up the videos that have got swearing. <laughs> but there's there's one of them where um, this these two fellas are at a game. And it looks like a League One game. It looks fa- yeah. fairly small to ground. But they go, look, let's see if we can start a chant. So they both shout. And then within seconds, the whole stadium is singing their chant. Oh, awesome. So So Seb, was, Seb kept saying to me, I'm going to do that, Dad. He watched. He said, so I'm going to do the Yid Army. And so in his little voice, you know, his prepubescent oh, voice, Yid Army. And, it, and it, a couple of times, he maybe got about five or six fans doing it at the same time. But he never got it to catch. catch. Oh, no. <laughs> what a legend for he trying. He was trying, though. He really was trying. <laughs> what a hero. I Bless like him. that. Bless him. Um, so, so we have the final one now, which I'm, which I'm guessing there's going to be a, a good feeling of perhaps relief and love going on in the final clip. Yeah. Uh, so this is after full time. Uh, let's check in with the family again. Wow, what a game that was. What did you make of that, Sibs? 3-2. Oh, wow. Uh... Did you enjoy it? Yeah. What did you think when we were when we were two one down? Do you think that was our lot, or did you think we were going to come back? You came. I, I think we lost it. Yeah, I thought that as well. It was a good comeback, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you enjoy it, Layla? I enjoyed it. I knew it was going to be free, and I actually remember I liked it. 
Oh, good, yeah. Well, your, your prediction of uh, 2-1 didn't work, did it? But it was, we still won. Did you enjoy your first game at the new stadium? I did, yeah. Good. All right, it was fantastic. We were all absolutely exhausted. No queuing up to go to the, back to the station, but we had a fantastic time. Come on, you Spurs. Okay, my first observation is um, Layla, who was bored within a minute of the game, is suddenly, I was right all along. I said it would be three goals. Let me speak. Who wants to hear from my dippy brother right now? People want to talk to me. And then when she gets the mic, she's like, I told you. That was pretty much it. That was pretty much all she wanted to say. It was, like, yeah, it was three I just goals, told you. like I said. Like I told you. Mic drop. Layla, out. Do you, do you, know, do you know what's quite funny? So... I'm I'm not a particularly religious guy, uh, you know. I, I'm one of these people that you know. I I don't particularly believe anything, but any, if anyone's entitled to it, you know, everyone's free to believe exactly what they like, you know. Yeah. But me personally, I, I don't particularly believe in everything, you know. But yeah. my children go to uh, a Church of England school where I live, yeah. and um, there's obviously quite a bit of is is uh, around religion. Yep. So, my at the moment, my daughter's. I think she's doing it to wind me up. But she'll be like, "Dad, do you know, you know, I believe in God," and uh, you yeah. know, she'll she'll sort of go along those lines. So at the game, I said to her, "So you keep telling me you believe in God. So why don't you pray to Him?" Well, this is when it was one-one. Why don't you pray to Him that we're, that we that Spurs would win the game today? <laughs> so it kind of backfired on me because oh, when wow. when the third goal went in, we sat yeah. down and Layla went, "I told you, God's real." <laughs> That kid is my favourite. Wow. Absolutely aced you. You you have no comeback now. She has, she has proof. Vicky it just looked there. at me. Vicky looked at me and went, that yeah. really backfired yeah. on you, didn't it? Yeah, that'll learn you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, but I she was that. she was just so smug, Layla, the whole time. And oh, well, I heard that in the recording. The recording was just like, yeah, I told you. I told Why you we'd score three, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and, and Vicky, I mean, I gotta be honest with you. The last recording sounds like we should have left an hour ago. I can't believe it's this late. The kids have got to go to school tomorrow. You've got to be up at this time. Yeah. She's gone in the mum mode, I think. By the yeah. end of the game, I think it's less about what a lovely family evening. It's what were we thinking? Were we thinking of? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I love though? Is, is Seb's kind of description of the game. It, it just yeah. shows how much he how much he took it in, you know. He just yeah. talks about it. All, talks about the goal scorers, and he, he honestly he lived every minute of it. And it's it's a little it's a little bit sad for me because he's he's so far down the line um, with a season t- on the season ticket waiting list. Yeah. I, he only become a member a couple of seasons ago, but honestly, I would give anything to be able to take him every week with me. Oh, that, so, because, yeah. because he no, because he mean, enjoys it, and because he just. He, 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 like I said earlier, he just lifted my lifts my enthusiasm for it, you know. And he always almost made me feel like a kid again watching the game. With the um, with the season tickets, are the people sat either side of you season ticket holders as well? Yeah, I mean, obviously, right. I, I wasn't at the game we was at last night. I, I don't. Oh know. yeah, I know you were. Yeah, but, 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 but yeah, but um, yeah. the people I sit next to at them uh, now, they yeah. Funny enough, the. The guy to my left is, uh, I'm sure he won't mind me mentioning his name, a guy called Gavin that contributes quite a lot, actually, to comments on that on our Spurs news page. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Gavin Whiteley, I think. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the guy to the right, it's normally two... uh, um, I was chatting to a guy, we sort of introduced ourselves at the Man City game, his name's Andrew, and he he brings his daughter, I think it's his daughter he brings along, and sometimes Mm. other people come along. But we was having a really good old chat at the Man City game, and I said to him, oh, 
you know, I just mentioned that I did a podcast. Oh, and by the way, as well, right, when when we was yeah. when we was getting the train uh, to the game, uh, yeah. we I normally drive to Cheson and then get the train to White Hart Lane, yeah. and. Uh, I said to the children, like, when we get to the stadium, we can do a recording for the podcast. And, like, Vicky Ooh. was really staring at me. She's like, we, like, you know, that kind of shush yeah. stare, you know? And and I was like, what? And in my mind, like the typical husband thing or, you know, yeah. boyfriend thing, what, what am I doing wrong? I don't think yeah, I'm doing yeah, anything yeah. You wrong. had to run through the list. Yeah, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Right, yeah. so I was like, I just kind of ignore it. And then I've mentioned, the, mentioned it a couple more times. I said, so guys, so, you know, when we do this podcast, uh, mm. you'll, you'll be on it. And, you, and anyway, when we got to the stadium, she's like, why did you have to keep mentioning the podcast? I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you're acting like you're some big celebrity that you want everyone to overhear. And I was like, that that really wasn't my intention. She was like, I know you. She goes, I know exactly what you're like. You're waiting for someone to go, oh my God, you do a podcast. Oh, wow. Basically, that's what got me in trouble. Oh, Vicky, cold. She is ice cold, dude. You know, I, I wonder what you were going to say then when you were talking about the train, because one of the most surreal experiences I've ever had on a train was, you know, um, you get the table, so you're sat looking at each people yeah, sometimes sure. on the train. So I'm sat down, the only seats that were left is two seats facing each other, and there's this, uh, I don't know how old she was, 23, 24 perhaps, sat opposite me, puts her phone down with earphones in, but puts her phone on the table. And on listening to a podcast, listening to us. No, seriously. So I am sat on a train directly no facing way. someone who was listening to the podcast, and I'm sat there thinking, at what point do I say something? Tell me you did. Please tell me you did. Well, no, but let me let me just run through the so thoughts scenario, go, right? Go, go, go. So I'm thinking to myself, I could sit here for just like a few minutes, you know, we're 10, 20 minutes outside of Reading, so I know there's no stops. I could sit here for a little while in case this person like looks down at her phone and goes, what is this crap, and switches to something else. And that <laughs> way I stay quiet. You know, I'm like, yeah, you don't say nothing. Or if I see her laugh a couple of times, perhaps that's my intro to go, oh, is that a good show you're listening to? Oh, by the way, hello. You know, um, you know, so I'm like, I'm running through these scenarios in my mind. I literally got to the kind of, right, okay, she's laughed a couple of times. I feel confident this is someone who enjoys our podcast. I'm going to say something. And someone rang her and she answered it. And then she got off the train before I could say anything. Oh, mate. So if you are a listener of the podcast and you travel, (laughs) commute from Bristol to Reading for work, and you sat opposite a guy that you thought was looking at you a bit weird (laughs) one week, that was me. That's so funny. That is so, so funny. Yeah. It's happened a couple of times. I had a guy install an oven in my house. And I noticed he had a tattoo, a Tottenham tattoo on his arm. So I said, oh, did you lose a bet? And he obviously he obviously took that as me being like an Arsenal fan or something. Yeah. And I was like, no, no. And I explained it. And then he went, oh, yeah, I think I've heard that. And I thought, oh, yeah, right, whatever, dude, you know, kind of platitude. <laughs> but then when I had to speak to him again for like, this installation thing, he was like, oh, you know, and by the way, great show last week. I really enjoyed it. You, you were chatting to Matt about this, and I thought that was hilarious. And then he no, went, no, and I was no. like... That's kind of surreal. Yeah, That's that is weird. funny. Yeah. Because that guy now knows where I live. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, so if I ever say something on the show that he doesn't like, I could have a knock on the door and go, Oi, what are you doing talking about? I'm sorry. <laughs> so so that's made me a lot more nervous about what I say. <laughs> We're just trying to stick to football where we yeah. can, shall we? I, I basically text him all the time now, just check the topics he's all right with. <laughs> Anything you want me to bring up? This week? Yeah. Um, but speak, oh yeah, before I forget, because I am likely to forget... Um, 
I did put a post out like I do normally, which is kind of like, hey, anyone got any questions, any comments? And I did see there were some really good ones on there, but I apologise profusely. I used the picture of Jan Vertonghen from last night, where he looked completely dejected, because it was one of the things I want to talk about. But because I used that picture, there are like 80 comments and growing on this thread I i've can't, noticed that yeah i can't go through them i'm really sorry everybody it's impossible so i will pick out the ones that were in there but the vast majority of the ones i saw kind of wanted us to discuss the games kind of wanted us to which we we're going to anyway um and obviously a fair few of them did want us to discuss jan vertonghen there was one comment it's like we'll get jan vertonghen on as a guest um <laughs> I will address that, actually, because it is something that me and you have obviously done. Uh, current players are, this won't shock anyone, have agents, have managers, <laughs> have have people for their people, you know? <laughs> their managers have <laughs> managers. Um, and, and basically, they have really strict rules on what they can and cannot do. All media has to be approved by the club. And obviously, we're just a small Tottenham podcast fan run. It's not something that we get approved for. Uh, former players don't have that, and obviously we've spoken to them before. Uh, Mickey Hazard, uh, you know, is a big friend of the show, listens every week, often will message me. Uh, I, I have his phone number, you know, we WhatsApp. It was his 60th birthday, so very happy birthday, Mickey. He, he, came, um, on a, uh, he came on at half-time as well, by the way. Uh, oh, uh, what a hero. Yeah, uh, Ronnie Rosenthal gave him a Spurs shirt with six, Hazard and 60 on the back. Uh, <laughs> nice. I like that. I bet he really appreciated that. <laughs> no, he, 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 do you know what? He, I love listening to Mickey Hazard. It's yeah. just brilliant. He, he just he always seems just happy to be there, you know. And yeah, uh, he any, was, any day, awesome. every day, that man yeah. just loves the club and loves yeah. being around it and it just seems very grateful, thankful for for all of it I mean he's yeah. just got time for every Tottenham fan you you tweet him you send him a message on Facebook wherever the guy will make time he's yeah, he's just a phenomenal person can't say yeah. enough about him uh, but yeah let's just have a little quick chat then before we move on to the Man City game if you don't mind just one of the things from last night for me which I found really tough to watch and I don't know what it was like from your perspective being at the ground is the moment with Jan Vertonghen yeah it's a, I find it quite an interesting one because I know obviously the focus is on the picture that you put on the actual, like, you know, that post of him yeah. sort of contemplating what, you know, being taken off. I, I, I don't, I, maybe I'm just misunderstanding it, but I, I thought it wasn't because, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, and this is just time for, to quit. I just thought it was like the same with, with Eric, with the Eric Dyer yeah. situation where. Well, the, the, this is the thing the, the substitution 100% was just a tactical thing because yeah. Jose is quite blunt sometimes in his answers and if he hooked someone because they were having a bad night you better believe he's going to say oh you know Jan knows he's had a better day you know he'd say it mm. um, but he said you know it's purely tactical I could have taken any of them off and he's right they, they, the, the back three wasn't working the Southampton were just finding the hole and the runners were going in the gaps it was embarrassing how easily they were doing yeah, it, to be honest. Was, yeah. um, but the the thing with Jan is, anyone who's watched him a lot this season, you'll know it, mate. He ha- he's lost a yard of pace. 100% he's lost it. Mm. Um, now, whether that's a concentration mental thing, a fitness thing, an age thing, which I hate to say because I'm older than him, which really <laughs> depresses me when I have to say that about football players. Or well, maybe age has got to him, you know, and he's like five years younger. He's than a me. youngster compared yeah, to us. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but to be fair, I get tired of running a bath now, let them run in down a fullback. Um, but yeah, so basically, I, I kind of, 
when he got subbed, Jan going off, oh, you know, like that. That's fine, you know. That, that to me is kind of like, yeah, that's how I'd react <laughs> if it was yeah. me. Kind of like, what? You're leaving Tanganga on the kids twenty. What are you taking me off for? I'm a world, you know, being annoyed, whatever. But he didn't look annoyed. He looked absolutely. He looked like someone who just in that moment walked off the pitch and went, "I think I'm done." Yeah. And that was what got to me because as he's walking around, it's like almost like the camera. Someone realised that he's not looking right, and so they just stuck a camera on him. And I don't know about you, but like I'm quite quite big on trying to talk about mental health issues. I try my best to talk to everybody. Any one of my friends ever go quiet, I'm the first person to say, you're right. I just, it's something that I think is something as a society we are getting so much better at, but we could do so much more just being there for each other. Mm. And there was something that I found really, because I was into the game and I was really frustrated with the game. I knew we had to make that switch. So to me, it was the right change. It was the perfect substitution, everything. I was completely on board with it. But then the minute I saw the look on his face, football went over there somewhere for me. And I was just worried about him. Because I've seen people look like that when they're walking and they're not in a good place. <laughs> yeah, do you know? What, do you know? It doesn't help. Is the is the the, the rule change? Because well, yeah, he, he would have he come off the go, pitch. Yeah, he had to it's take awful. that trudge. Yeah. Um, but he's walking around there like the Southampton fans. <laughs> to be fair, I've seen times where players have walked in front of fans and they are awful. They they weren't really. You know, probably no. a few people went, "Ah, oh, you're crap" or whatever. Yeah. But whatever. Spurs fans gave him a great, you know, round of applause. Yeah, we did. Rang. But the bloke looked like he was about to cry. Like, literally, you could see it mm. in his face. And when he sat down, Delhi, they, they got a camera right on him. Delhi looks around to talk to him, looks at his face, and then goes, mm, you know, done. Troy Parrott, the poor kid who's just turned 18, is next to him, kind of like, I'm going to keep my gob shut. Yeah, this you know, is awkward. I'm just going to keep looking forward. <laughs> I don't want to make eye contact with him. But, mate, he sat there for about 10 minutes and genuinely he looked like he was fighting tears. Do you, do you and the just... camera kept flicking back to him, which I hated. You know, I was kind of like, I want to know if he's okay, but they're making this into entertainment. We're literally yeah. watching a guy having a moment here. Now, whether he, he was just having a moment because he felt... The guy could have been suffering with flu, you know, and he's come <laughs> off just feeling crap. He's given everything for 55 minutes and he's like, oh, thank God I've been taken off. I feel like I'm going to vomit. <laughs> we yeah, don't know. Yeah, but yeah. just the look on his face, the fact he looked like he was fighting to the fact when he sat down, he didn't like put the coat on or anything like that. He didn't talk to anyone or like complain or anything. He just sat there in silence, head in his hands, like rubbing his eyes a few times. He just, it was awful. It was really tough to watch. And I, I hated the fact they kept flicking to it. Like, oh, you know, let's see if he's crying now. You know, so, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. It. Do you know, it's, it's it's really frustrating because I, I genuinely don't want to spend any any more time than I have to talking about this guy. But I will mention it because it's, re- it's, it's, it's kind of um, okay. re- uh, relative to the point I was going to make. Uh, but... Christian Eriksen's come out, hasn't he, and had a dig at us and said that, you know, he's a club now where he can... He's got a better yeah. chance of winning trophies. Yeah, when, you, when, yeah. when you when you see um, Vertonghen, and I don't get me wrong, I don't think this is what was going through his mind. But you know, we've had some. He's been with us for a long time. We've yeah, had twenty twelve. He joined. Yeah, we've had some really great years. I mean, you you look at. I mean, at one one point. I mean, they didn't add up the amount of points that we got in the league compared to other clubs, and we was ahead. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we this we sowed like the year that. Uh, 
Vertonghen's been playing for us. We mm. so deserved a trophy, haven't we? Yeah, yeah we, we have, really yeah. have. You know, and this guy it's, is given. It's given's... funny. Delhi said that post match, by the yeah. way. But he we said we we this team has deserved the trophy. But Absolutely, people aren't just going to give it to us. We no, gotta, yeah, of course. And, and and you get the feeling that maybe that's that's what Mourinho is instilling into them. It's like right, we are yeah. going to win something, but yeah. is it, it isn't going to give you. We are going to win something. And I, and I've got and look, I don't, I, you don't know what's going to happen, but I've got a really strong feeling that he's like right, we are going to win the FA Cup this year. We are going to win yeah. it, you know. And and I, honestly, if we could. I genuinely would love to just see, like, if if, Vertonghen, if it gets to the point that Vertonghen's like, I can't, I can't give, a bit like with Dembele, I, I yeah. can't give Tottenham what I could give him years ago. Yeah. I would love to see him off with a with a tro- with with a trophy. Yeah, I genuinely yeah, would, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd love that, and I'd love him to take a picture of it, flipping a middle finger to Italy. But yes, um, hopefully they win nothing there, you know. But you know. <laughs> uh, even if you win something in Italy, what's that? It's yeah, like in the Downs League, isn't it? It's it's um, like Janssen winning that Mexican thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Janssen's won more trophies since he left Tottenham than Mauricio Pochettino has in his managerial career. Someone put that on Twitter, and I was about to like tear him a new a hole, and I was like, you know what? Actually, that's really funny. But isn't it? Isn't I'm, I'm sure the Audi Cup ranks higher than the Mexican league, doesn't it? The Audi Cup, probably. Yeah, yeah. The, the mighty Audi Cup. If, if, yeah, if, let's not belittle the Audi Cup, people. Yeah, do you know what? As well, if you, if you always tell me about getting listeners from all different parts of the world. If there's anyone yeah, from Mexico, do, yeah. they've switched off now, haven't they? Yeah. Um, do you know Sorry, what? I don't, I don't think we have. I, I think perhaps oh, Vincent Janssen used to listen and now he's stopped. <laughs> yeah, and we do get listeners all over the world, which I always find really strange. Um, because I kind of, cause some parts of the world you just don't think of people listening in English for a start. And if you are like learning English or anything, they really shouldn't be listening to us. No, we're the worst <laughs> ones to listen to, aren't we? The worst. I mean, a Bristolian is the worst possible example of the English language there can be but uh, yeah um, yeah. so the Anne Vertonghen thing I just wanted to touch on it because I find that incredibly tough to watch um, I, I tweeted afterwards can someone just go and hug Jan Vertonghen oh, for me he needed that uh, didn't he he just needed or just someone go and talk to him just someone sit next yeah. to him and say you're alright mate yeah. and everything that happened during the game as well um, James Ward-Prowse uh, he's a player I quite like by the way I know he's not very fashionable but um, I and this is going to sound really disparaging. I don't mean it to. I think he's a level above Southampton. I really do, and, and uh, that's not a very nice thing to say to Southampton. Who I thought were brilliant last night, but he's a player I really like, and it always surprises me that one of the clubs in Europe hasn't gone and got him. You know, homegrown, etc., etc. A real good midfielder. Um, he got injured. It, by all accounts, it was quite a nasty-looking injury when he got injured with a like a fifty-fifty with Ryan Sessignon. I don't know about you, but one of the things I didn't like about that, or, or I kind of looked on and was thinking, where's our leader? Because everyone was just stood around. No one was, like, grouping together, you know, like, okay, he's going to need attention. We've got, like, a couple of minutes. The game's obviously not going our way. You kind of want someone, like a leader of the team, to go, right, everyone, come here, <laughs> you know? Come here, right, come on, lads, let's concentrate. Let's focus. Let's get it together. And that didn't happen. And the other thing was... Ryan Sessignon was vis- visibly distressed at seeing that injury. Not one Tottenham teammate came over to him. It was actually a Southampton player who went over to check on him. Like, are you alright? You know, are you okay? Like, don't worry, you know, he's he's going to be fine. You know, it's 50-50, it happens. 
and you could see him kind of like, yeah, right, you know, and he sort of snapped out of it a bit. Mm. I, I didn't like, you know, it's weird, like little things, because the squad do seem to have a good togetherness again, which up until, you know, recently I was questioning, but they do appear to be really quite united. But in that moment, it, it felt like a lack of a leader. It felt like a lack of someone to say, oi, come on. And Ryan, you're fine. Come on, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, I weird, wonder because... weird thing, and it's possibly just me, but it was a weird thing. Well, it, well, in in the stadium, I mean, we obviously didn't know what was going. We knew there was. There looked yeah. appeared to be some kind of serious injury, and he, it was a cut, wasn't it? Was it a deep cut? Well, well, what... basically, they 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 felt they could see his like tendon, <laughs> right. which obviously worried them a lot. Um, but it would appear that and touch wood that this is the case because the manager after the game seemed very relieved that it was just a very bad cut mm. because it, it it kind of felt really weird in the stadium but funny, en- funny enough you saying to them and again this was caught on the TV cameras mm. but there was a sort of a lengthy break while he was getting treated yeah. and you see all the Southampton fans uh, sorry Southampton players go to yeah. the manager Yeah, and I'm not going to try to pronounce his name no nope. <laughs> like, yeah um, but Jose Mourinho was sitting down, which is really yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and he's always in that technical area. I mean, he was, he was wearing a quite snazzy pair of trainers, if I, if, if I saw right from where <laughs> we were sitting. But he's he, it was really odd. He was just sitting down, uh, and our players were kind of sort of hang, hanging about, yeah. and all the Southampton players were hunched together with their manager. And and it, and it, it, it did strike me as quite odd, actually. It was like like you say, this is a this is a time. It's almost like you know when you, when you watch well, so I don't watch basketball, but I know they have the timeouts, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it yeah. felt like a timeout, and it was like this is a good opportunity to kind of, especially because we wasn't playing particularly well, yeah, to have a little was, bit of a hunt. That was my thinking as well. It was kind of like mm. okay, look, it's you know injury, but it's an opportunity for us to almost like slap a few faces and wake them up. Yeah, like, of course. Guys, wake yeah. up. And that's that's just and I, and people have said it for a while. They felt that our teams lacked leaders. There are players in that team who are naturally Hugo Lloris, captain of his country and stuff like that. You ask a French member of that French squad where he's captain, they'll run through walls for him. Yeah, yeah. He, he is a leader. Harry Kane is a leader. You know, he's the England captain. You know, Eric Dyer, people like that. Deli Ali, I think, is becoming and maturing into a real leader as well. Yeah, we have all those characters. It just feels like. When they're all there, it's almost like they're cancelling each other out. I know it's going to sound so bizarre, but it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't, oh, I don't want to say something. You know, Hugo's the captain, or you know, or maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should. You know, I, I don't know. It's just weird. It just feels like back in the day, I always knew who our leader was. If you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Um. You know, my 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 captain and will always be my captain was Gary Mabber. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There was people were under no illusions with him. If you, you know you mm. made a mistake, you were about to hear about it. Mm. Um, you know, Ledley King wasn't a guy who was going to go screaming at people, but you'd see him sometimes look up and people would be like, we know, we know, sorry, <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. sir. <laughs> sorry, um, sir. Yeah, yeah, you know, he just had that about him. Um, and, and again, you know, I, I've always... I love Hugo Lloris. I, I think he's a great keeper. I don't think he had a very good game last night, I'll say. Um... Uh, but apparently he passed a late fitness test. Perhaps you know. Perhaps that's why you know he got better as the game went on. Funnily enough, yeah. Um, do, do, do you know who had, who did have a good game? Oh, I, I, I was really impressed with Lucas Moore. Mm. I know he scored the goal, but 
I just yeah, love I love his energy and I love his tenacity. It really it's I, kind of a bit like Eric. It's he's a bit. It's got Eric Lemire's tenacity, but with mm. a bit more skill with him up. A about bit, him, bit I more think. pace. I think. Yeah, I think that's the yeah. big difference. I think I think him and Lamella are, are two very skillful players, but Mora's got that li- little bit <laughs> more pace. Mm. More of a pace. <laughs> yeah, more of a pace. Uh, and Lamella, I mean, Lamella failed a late fitness test, so did Lachelso. Uh, but hopefully, it's neither of them have got anything serious, so they'll be back for the league game. Just, just uh, it's that time of year, isn't it? You know, yeah, you sort of, of these little knocks and little strains where, you know, Jose Mourinho described trying to manage Tottenham at the moment is like when you're fighting with the bed covers and you pull them up because you're cold, but then you your feet stick out. And <laughs> I, I kind of got exactly what he meant. It's like you solve one problem. It's like okay, great, you know, yeah. I've sorted that. Oh, Harry Kane's injured for. Four months, brilliant. Okay, basically, you Harry know, Kane's the cold toes of the bed. He is. Harry Kane is the cold toes. Uh, speaking of Harry Kane, aka the Messiah, the chosen one, my hero, uh, my daughter's hero beyond question. Anyone ever says anything about him, I think she's going to fight them. Um, <laughs> she really doesn't take it well. You know, someone. Um, he was on a. He did something like he was talking, and someone made a joke at her school about the way he speaks. And I, I had to speak to the teacher about it. Apparently, her, her reaction was uh, disproportionate to what had happened. Oh, good for her, yeah, I say. Yeah, I, 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 I know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I hope you were proud yeah. of her, Sam. Yeah, I was. And, and yeah. the little boy gets out of hospital in a couple of weeks, so everything <laughs> should be fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's a Liverpool fan. No one can yeah, he deserved um, it. <laughs> exactly. They won the Champions League. The kid can take a break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so. Um, but anyway, Harry Kane. Um, there is a rumour. Uh, being circulated uh, currently um, I tend to ignore most rumours obviously because pinch of salt however the person who told me this one is someone who would know uh, Harry is now a month ahead of the FA's schedule for him to return and six weeks ahead of the Tottenham schedule for him to return he is gone to warm weather training this week and I think part of next and then he hopes to be back kicking a football, which will be a full two months ahead of where they originally predicted. Yeah, I, I did. I did, I did see sure. on. Uh, sorry to interrupt, Sam. I did. I did yeah. see they. Uh, they. I love how uh, certain media outlets twist article or twist yeah. stories, and one of them had uh, Kane has to leave Spurs to recover or something like that it's like no yeah, he's just yeah, gone yeah. warm weather training do you know what I, I mean love that. I love that Tot- <laughs> yeah, he has to relieve Tottenham to recover then you go down to the article he's like Tottenham are sending him to like, it's ridiculous it? isn't it it's just genuinely yeah. ridiculous but he, he always comes back early doesn't he he always comes back early I mean <laughs> every time he's had a serious injury it is oh you know oh wow he's recovered a lot earlier than we thought he had he, he does it every time doesn't he uh, well he's an absolute machine um, yeah I I don't know about you, but when he was injured, it was obviously a serious injury. He's had to have surgery. You know, the guy's had surgery, and he's back at the Hotspur Way already. Yeah. Um, a guy who, um, uh, someone I know works at Tottenham, works at Hotspur Way. I'm not going to go into any more detail on that, but he works there. He said he was back there two days after the surgery just to see everyone. Yeah, that's ridiculous, isn't it? And they were like, what are you doing here? He's like, well, I'm not, I'm not training or anything. He's there on crutches two days out from surgery. 
or three days out from surgery, and he's just there like, oh, I want to see everyone, you know, how are we getting on, what's going on with this, what's going on with that? Yeah. It's like, look, Harry, are you a shareholder? You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, we know you're basically one of the bricks here, you're like one of the foundations for the entire club, but come on, dude, take a break. Didn't, um, didn't you say that he, like, when we finished the World, yeah, World Cup, he was yeah. back literally the two days later? Yeah, was... there is a very, very, very funny um, story, which is, said that, well I know it's true because Harry Kane on an interview has since admitted it where he arrived at training two days after the World Cup exit Jeez. he'd been told to go on holiday and he arrived and Richard Pochettino walked to, from his office and saw him and went what are you doing here and he's like oh well I need to work on this I need to work on that and I think I've put on a little bit of weight and I need to get this checked he was like go home just go on holiday yeah, just go just go go on holiday He's like, no, 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 I need... No, 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 you need a break. You're like, sports scientist, come here, tell him. He needs to, tell him he needs to go. Well, he's worked out a, a plan and everything. Well, apparently, eventually, they told him, they sod off, Harry, <laughs> you're going on holiday. Do, um, do, you know, do you know, it must be like a sort of same. You know when you... Because I, I always... I don't know if you ever do this, but I always imagine what it's like to win the lottery. And if yeah. I do, I will literally go to the airport the next day and go, right, yeah, let's pick yeah, someone. Yeah, As a yeah, football just, player, you could do yeah. that. You could just well, go, right, let's go to the airport. Yeah, yeah. Money's yeah, him, no object, his, is it? Him and his missus went off somewhere. Um, and then the the funniest thing for me about this is then... So he's imagine he's gone home. His missus is like, what happened? Oh, they said I shouldn't be there. I should go on holiday. She's like, great, come on then. Let's go. You know, I told you that. Yeah, all right, we'll go somewhere. Harry got Mauricio Pochettino's son, Sebastian, who's a sports scientist, to Good design night. him a diet and a workout routine whilst he was away to achieve all of the things that he wanted to achieve whilst he was at Hotspur Way. So whilst his missus and that in the beach and he's gone on holiday, <laughs> he's doing it anyway. So when he got back, he was like, I found out what you did. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, you told me to go on holiday. I went on holiday, and yeah, now exactly, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> oh look, I've, uh, I'm even more shredded than before. Everyone else is like coming back on holiday. Like Danny Rose, you've gained like a stone. What the hell? <laughs> so well, you know, had some beers. <laughs> um, That's Danny Rose and, did. And there's, and there's Harry Kane, basically just shredded. Like, <laughs> did you even relax once? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was that one afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a fizzy water. <laughs> The guy is a machine because he basically realised, I think, at a young age, he wasn't as blessed as a lot of his colleagues, so he knew he had to work harder, and that ethic's just never going to leave oh, him. absolutely And it's not. one of the reasons we all love him, because we all know that he has got to where he is purely on hard work. There's no entitlement, there's no born with this gift, that gift, he just worked and worked and worked, and still does, and he is determined to play in the Euros with England. He's the England captain, so for him, he is determined to go. And he watched the game last night and tweeted afterwards, it's far less stressful playing in these games yeah. than he's watching them. Yeah, well, <laughs> welcome to being a fan, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to the fan side of the coin, yeah. Harry. <laughs> it's not yeah. nice, is it? No, mate? it sucks, dude. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, it would be remiss of us if we did not mention, of course, that... Uh, at the weekend just gone, um, there was a game of football between us and a club from Manchester. Manchester City, um, who who are massive fans of the VAR system, by the way. <laughs> um, mate, going into that game, I think uh, you tried to sell your ticket on the exchange 
and it was the first time no one wanted it. Am I right in saying that? Mate, every time I put a ticket on the exchange, yeah, it goes within hours, right? I yeah. had that on the exchange for the whole week. And in hindsight, yeah. that was quite scary that my ticket could have been bought because, oh, in Christ, yeah, would I have yeah. been gutted to miss that game. Yeah, yeah. In, in hindsight, yeah. But at the time, going into that game... What would have been your genuine, not like, ha-ha, I think we're going to get smashed. What was your genuine thought on what the final score would be, probably? I, I was just, I, I I thought we were going to get walloped, and I was thinking, if we can get a, come away from just losing maybe 1-0, that will be possibly the best-case scenario, as long as yeah, we don't I, get thrashed. I had par at losing 3-0. I, right, I genuinely, okay. I could see nothing but destruction on our part, because... The way the slowness in the way we've played, the way Man City really don't like us <laughs> after no. last season, which I kind of enjoy. I'm kind of enjoying being their bogey team. <laughs> <laughs> they, you could see it in their faces, like not them, not again. Yeah. No, this is ridiculous. Now, now I know you love your stats. You are the Matt stats. Um, have you seen the the stat? Of the two league games between Tottenham and Man City this season, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's is ridiculous, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, but but I'll, I'll look this up because it is hilarious and it's well worth reading. But basically, while I look this up, um, we won the game, man. We won. I, two, I don't. I don't know how we two, won it. But not only did we win, we won two nil. When it, years and years go by and people look back and see that scoreline, they'll be like. Wow, fair play, Tottenham dominated yeah. that game. I don't know what happened. I mean, I was like, the first half, up until they're sending off. It was like, how are we still level? You yeah. know, we are uh, lucky to have nil. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, it, it was the game that had everything. You know, it had the yeah. penalty that was missed, yeah. had the red card. It, it was just everything <laughs> was in that game. The second penalty appeal. It was just uh, unreal. It was just, okay, yeah. you know, I, I know I did mention it earlier. Yeah. But it was one of those games where I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't leave uh, oh, uh, until right. the final whistle because it was like, what the Christ just happened there? Yeah, it was yeah, just no, unreal, I, man. I, I mean, I messaged you after going to game, and I think I said, "Happy you went." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just can't. Honestly, right. I just didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming for that week. I was trying to sell my ticket. I didn't see no. it coming for the first sixty minutes of the match. It was just, it was unreal, an unreal game. And I think, I, mean, I know you're going to, you're looking up the stats, but... I've got them we, here, we, yeah. But we, even in that game, I think we only had about two or three shots, didn't we, in the whole game? And we scored uh, we had, two of them. We had three shots on target in the entire game, out of four shots total. Right, okay, so Tottenham have played Manchester City twice in the Premier League this season. The total possession, so across both games, Manchester City have had 61%, we've had 39 Touches in the opposition box, we've had 16. They've had 102. Jesus. Shots on target during the two games, we've had five and have scored four goals. <laughs> Shots on target, they've had 15 and scored two. Shots in total, mine, we've had six. So we've had six shots. Five on target, four goals. Yeah. How can we not have that conversion rate in every game? We would win everything. If we could translate that conversion rate, we would win it all. It's ridiculous. Um, Man City, however, 48 shots, 15 oh on God. target, and two goals. Oh, man, I cannot stop laughing at that. That's do, ridiculous. Did you know I was the, the first the, 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 the game at, uh, at City? I was in Portugal. Uh, yeah. Funny enough, watching it with Seb, 
and a few of basically we we went. I might have even mentioned it before, but it was um, me, the ki- the kids, and a few friends and their kids. Yeah. And two of them was two of the, the dads were Spurs fans, so we said, "Oh, let's go and let's go to find a local pub and we we watch the game." And I brought Seb along, and they brought their their kids along as well. And and that was a game as well where I come away thinking, "How do we not lose? Like, how yeah, was that yeah, two yeah, all? Yeah. Like, we, we've played them twice this season, and they have." Battered us ruthlessly, yeah. and, and, and we've got we've four taken, points from them. We've taken four points off them <laughs> to the point that Man City fans are currently like burning effigies of Tottenham. Just <laughs> like must hate us beyond all belief, and and it's purely justified. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't, I can't yeah. argue. I've got a friend who's a Man City fan. Well, it's his wife actually. My friend's wife's a diehard Man City fan from Manchester, like all true Man City fans are. <laughs> and she messaged me after the game and just went, "I can't believe that." And I, I just put back two 0 in your face, but, <laughs> but genuinely, there is no, there is no hiding from the fact who were the better team, them, them, <laughs> who, who created more chances, them. But do we care? No. Um, I, I'm, funnily enough, and I know we're not playing well, and anyone can look at us and say we're not playing well, but funnily enough, I've actually, and I've been really dang recently. You know this. I've, I've tried to hide it a little bit, but. Uh, behind the scenes, people, <laughs> I've been really struggling with all things Tottenham for the last few weeks. I'm just watching us, and every game, it just feels we're not moving anywhere, we're not going anywhere. But then uh, I had a little reminder um, of Mauricio Pochettino's first season, where he appointed Eunice Cabal as captain. He had the wonderful defending delights of, you know, Flad Chiriches and. Um, that Argentinian who lamped Diego Costa, whose names escaped was Fazio, me. Fazio, wasn't it? Faz- Fazio! <laughs> I've got to forget that name. Fazio, who was just a lump. It was but, useless. But just, what fun. Um, and we had a we had a really sketchy season, really, where it was like, yeah, we won a game, but we played crap. Yeah, we lost. Yeah, yeah. It was a real kind of, you know, Mauricio Pochettino in his book even talks about how he thought he was going to lose his job in that first season. Mm. And then it was kind of the emergence of Harry Kane that kind of gave us fans a lift. Do you remember when Harry Kane first started scoring for us? Yeah. One, we were in the Europa League, not the Champions League, so it's why he got that start. But every goal was met by, like, memes and gifts of a hurricane. That's and we right. were like, it's the Harry Kane! You know, it was all, mm. it was all just like... Hey, this youth player scoring goals, it's hilarious. And it kind of all got us through, like almost like Gallo's humour through that season of just, yeah, it's not been the best, but, you know, we're still there, still there and thereabouts. And then in that summer, Mauricio Pochettino, like the night of the long knives, called the squad, changed it. You know, he retrained Eric Dyer to become a defensive midfielder. And then it was the following season, we were awesome. Mm. You know, and we pushed Leicester for the title, yeah, I know we finished third. The following season, we then finished second. Those two seasons, what most people will look at and go, that was the Mauricio Pochettino team and the closest, mm. really, to us winning anything. You know, mm. we were phenomenal for those two seasons. And like you said at the start of the podcast, those two seasons aggregate together. We were the best team in the country mm. for those two years. It's just one of those things. You had a freak season from Leicester, and then the following year, you know, we were chasing Chelsea down. But we. we we were right there. Those two seasons were the best, but they did follow that first season of inheriting a squad and having to adjust it. So I've kind of mellowed a little bit in as much as, okay, I'm now looking for 
green shoots. I'm looking for little bits of. Okay, that's that's hopeful. That's that's something that next season could be a good thing. Tanganga, what a wonderful young footballer we've discovered there. Yeah, he was playing. He was playing in other twenty threes at Stevenage last season. Look, yeah. he's like a regular now yeah. in the first team. Yeah, and when you watched him, you probably wouldn't have rated him that highly no. last season either. No. He's he's a player who stagnated because he needed first team football. Mm. Something that you know a lot of our kids are getting now is something that's happening. Um. And, you know, what a ray of sunshine he's been. You know, just that enthusiasm, that energy is like, giving everybody a bit of a lift. Um, Gedson Fernandez is coming on 18 up bill. I'm still not sure what he is, if that makes sense. Mm. What, what is there a position there? What does he do? He just looks like a bundle of energy and with some real skill about him. His little cameo last night was quite impressive. Yeah. Um, uh, Delhi's cameo last night I thought was phenomenal. Really um, good, yeah. Really it, good. It showed real maturity, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. massively, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was I was really impressed. I was really impressed with him post-match as well. You know, he was answering the questions. And I, and I actually turned around. I was a bit like, do you know what? If I was going to make someone captain at the moment, if Hugo wasn't or Harry's out, I'd give it a deli. Do, do you know I know this as well? I know, I know this is a really silly thing, but uh, probably, say, a couple of years ago, Social media, Delhi's mm. pictures were all like you know um, yeah. him on on the beach and that and but now yeah, yeah. I, I, last night he he put a, a comment and it, it seemed really grown up and also mm. he, he finished it with hashtag coys uh, yeah. which he never used to do so I, no, I wonder he's... whether he's really sort of starting to buy into it you know and... I, I think he's uh, I mean I think he was one of the players who loved Richard Bochini like a second father and I think that was a shock to the system. But I think also Jose Mourinho, I think sometimes with the reputation of managers and stuff and also the way he works, you know, it's going to be very different between Mauricio and Jose. Yeah, of course. Um, and I just think that perhaps Delhi's feeling that little bit of, you know, this this could be something, you know, this mm. the club's really shown, <laughs> yeah, look, Mauricio took us to where we are now. Now we want to take another step. And... and we as fans can be very critical of transfers, and I think we're justified in that at the moment. But from an appointment of a manager, we spared no expense in replacing Mauricio. We went after probably the biggest name available and got him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so from that point of view, you kind of go, okay, all right, now, now let's see him get backed and supported. The fact we didn't sign a striker is still making me put my head for a wall but <laughs> like I keep saying green shoots yeah you know there are little things there little things happening you can see a development of a system that you can see the way he wants us to play you can also see he's trying to adapt to the constant injuries and fitness and problems he's dealing with Undombele's on like a training regime training regimen that apparently uh, Jose worked with Obi Mikel do you remember him yeah yeah and um and Michael Essien as well apparently it was a routine of the same guy dietrician and stuff who really helped them um Undombele you can tell is just like a player who went from a league where he could glide around like hey look at me just dance through here to a league where you try that fancy crap I'm gonna break your legs yeah yeah and 
it's an adjustment. And I remember Moussa Dembele having the same kind of thing <laughs> in England. It's like, ah, oh, just beat that man. Oh, no, no, my ankle's broken. <laughs> um, you know, you think about when Moussa Dembele first started here as well. He was up against guys like Keane and Vieira in the middle of the park who would literally snap you if you did that to him. Um, so I think he's making adjustments. And last night, I thought, again, that his cameo against Man City, I thought was brilliant, Ndombele. I agree. Um, and I think his getting minutes under his belt last night, you could see towards the end, he ain't nowhere near a 90-minute player yet. He still needs work. But he started brightly. Towards the end, you could see he was tired, but that 55 minutes of doing the world of good. And it was a difficult game. They're bloody good. I like Southampton. Yeah, no, they. they it's it's like they they were they lost that they got absolutely destroyed by Leicester nine 0 And ever since that game, they've just turned a corner, haven't they? Yeah, 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 massively. And, and yeah. yeah, that can happen. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I think I've covered everything I wanted to cover. Um, I'll probably think of something the minute we stop. But <laughs> uh, I mean, we won two games in a row, which is nuts. Um, we got a bit of a break now. The players are all going to have a break. Um, and then our next game, I believe, is Aston Villa away. That's right. It's it's nice as well. Uh, it's like when you get the international break. It's nice to go on to the break with a win because oh, now we time, can just yeah. we can just sort of wallow in the joy of the two last two results for yeah. the next two weeks and not have to worry. You know, whereas yeah, if you if you finish on a defeat, you're like, oh, I just want the season. I want them to be back so they yeah. can, you know. Yeah, so yeah, there's it's nof- good. yeah. There's nothing worse than that because you you want to put it right as soon as you can, and yeah. so kind of losing and then having like two weeks before the next game it's like oh god yeah yeah um but yeah i mean it's aston villa away which is obviously a game where we need to go and attack and try and get a win um and then it's chelsea and that's going to be a massive game absolutely because yeah. when we play aston villa i believe they play man united wow so in theory we're four points behind them you know if, if they beat man united fair play to Muller, but man united win then when we play them, it is literally a game for fourth, which, of course, the last time we played them was and we just didn't show up. No. I don't think that'll happen again. I think Jose's got more of an imprint in this team now. Um, he won't want us to lose to Man United again. He won't want us to lose to Chelsea again. No. It's, it's a return to Stanford Bridge for him, and it means, yeah. if you imagine what it means, so yeah, I think it, he'll be well mean, up for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think they will be as well. I, I think their crowd will be up. I think the players will be up. Uh, but we need to match it, and I, I think we can. Um, yeah, it's just it just feels like every game's massive now, which mm. which is kind of crazy. But it, but that is the reality. We are in a real battle for the top four, and of course, I know there's no trophy for the top four, and I know we all want to lift the FA Cup. We, you know, Champions League we got coming as well. But the thing about the difference between top four or fifth and sixth is purely financial. But it's going to affect our recruitment massively in the summer. We all know that Jose wants to make additional changes to this squad. We all know as fans they are needed. So for us to fund that and for us to be able to attract the players, getting fourth spot will be huge. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, of course. So yeah, it is a real thing. It is a real target to go for. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, that's me for this week. Uh, apologies to everyone if you've caught me coughing. I will try and edit them out, but <laughs> there's quite a few. Uh, but, mate, I will speak to you again next week. Yeah, just try to stay alive, mate, for next week. <laughs> I'll try, I'll try. <laughs> Take care. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. 
Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs! And remember, to dare is to do.